Oh my gosh. What is going on, Grow Your Group Summit? Guess who's here? Yep, work wifey. I have a little companion with me though this time around. It's Marissa Hernandez and I am beyond excited and I feel super honored to be able to have this conversation with the ladies that are here with me today that were actually handpicked by Marina herself to share with you some really insightful things on helping you keep your posture while building your network marketing business as a busy mom, human, dog mom, whatever. We're all busy but they're gonna help share their heart and their knowledge because they've been through it all with Facebook groups and building their network marketing businesses. So I'm really excited to get into it. Now, what I'm gonna do is let me just bring up their faces so you can see all their beautiful faces. Now, there we go. And the first thing I wanna do is just introduce each one. So we have Sarah Lovely, I have Dina Huddy, Mimi Sheffer, Melinda Kuzlik. I love it. I totally wish, and I tell her this every day that I had an Australian accent because I totally want to just live there with her. We have Barb Niles and then we have Jennifer Surfer. So what we're going to do first is each and every one of these ladies is going to introduce themselves and also why they chose network marketing. So we're going to start off with Sarah. Sarah, would you love and do the honors by sharing and being the first one? Well, thank you so much. It is really exciting to be here and like high five to all of you guys for showing up to this amazing summit. This is truly one of my favorite summits ever. So you're going to just love it. My name is Sarah Lovely. I'm in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and I help the strong mompreneur build her business online, design a life on her own terms, guilt-free. Yes, guilt-free. Woo-woo. Can I get a woo-woo for that? So I'm 56 and I chose network marketing quite some time ago because I really believed that I could stay home with my son and bring in an income. And that was me way back. I wanted to design a life on my own terms, but I didn't know how. And so I stumbled and bumbled and failed my way forward. And this is my passion now is helping other women do the same. And one of the best ways is in groups. So you're going to hear more about that. Wow, Sarah, thank you so much for sharing. And I think you touched a lot of us with that guilt part because we can totally relate to guilt. Like, I don't know about you, but I feel guilty of a lot of things as a people pleaser. So that really hit me really head on. And Mimi, you are up next. How are you? Hello, everybody. I'm so excited to be here and so honored. Thank you for having me. My name is Mimi Sheffer. I'm in the Tampa Bay region of Florida, and I help mompreneurs build businesses on social media, even if they feel anxious or insecure. And I love, love, love growing my group and working through groups to generate leads and make sales and customers. So I'm super excited to be here and can't wait to chat all about growing your groups. So thank you very very much for having me. Yay. Thank you so much, Mimi, for sharing that. A lot of people forget about like, you know, what Facebook groups can do for you and for your business. So this whole summit is really going to take it next level for you. Dana, what's up, Dana? Hi, everyone. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I mean, just like everyone else, I'm super grateful and amongst an amazing group of women. So I'm Dana. I'm from Long Island, New York. 
And I show the ADHD entrepreneur how to embrace her fast brain and turn it into her superpower to unlock abundance. And I'm really excited to be here, especially because Facebook groups has been a really pinnacle part for me since my diagnosis to really find my tribe and be able to find not only leads for products, but also for my business and to find amazing people that I can talk to that understand how my brain works because they're going through very similar situations. So it's a really great way to bond with people and grow your personal and your business network at the same time. That's incredible. And I love that you said that about like finding your tribe. You know, it's so hard often to, you know, make new friends or have this community feel that make you feel welcomed, especially when you're going through something and finding others that are going through the same thing just really helps you go through it together. So I love that you shared that, Dana. Thank you so much. Melinda! Well, thank you everyone. Oh my gosh, this summit is just going to blow your mind. Like seriously, but my name is Mel Kuzlik or Melinda Kuzlik. And yes, you can tell from my accent, I'm an Aussie. I'm based in what I call beautiful country. I'm nice and close to beaches and the vineyards and, um, you know, (sighs) country life as well. So I joined Network Marketing many, many moons ago. And I'll say many moons because it's been over 20 odd years that I decided to come into this industry. And the reason why I chose to come into this industry is because I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. I didn't want to work. I wanted to be able to still contribute to our family budget, but still be at home and attend all of my kids' activities and funness that we had while they were younger. And I actually helped mum foster self-love, body acceptance as they work towards achieving their weight loss goals. So yeah, that is me. And I'm excited to just be here. I'm very honored. Well, thank you for sharing that, Melinda. Jen, what's up? What's up, everyone? I am super excited to be here. I am Jen Surfer. I'm living in Syracuse, New York, but I'm a Jersey girl at heart. Let's just be real. We're the Jersey girls. What's up? So maybe my story is a little different. I started network marketing because I was a stay-at-home mom. We moved to where we had no family, and I just felt very alone. I just needed a human to talk to during the day that was like over the age of like eight. Like I was like, yo, I was a former ICU nurse and I'm used to working at like a high pace. And I like the pace. I like the camaraderie of like the nursing, being around women that are just working at a high level. And I just felt like I needed that as a stay at home mom. So I always say that this industry found me, but now basically I help mompreneurs build a business online using simple systems. So you don't have to hide the shopping bags or the Amazon boxes from your husband. Excited to be here. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. I was just thinking how many packages do I have arriving today that I need to go and grab before Jason comes home? <laughs> every day. Every every day. And then I'm like, oh, I don't remember what I ordered. He's like, you don't. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> That's hilarious. Thank you, Jen. Next, Barb. What's going on, Barb? Hey, everyone. So I'm Barb Niles from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. And I'm a stay-at-home mom of two teenage girls. 
and I empower ambitious mompreneurs to confidently build their network marketing businesses with simple systems. I joined network marketing back in 2016 with my first company. Honestly, let's just say it, to make money, make extra money as a single mom. And that was the reason I had joined. I'm so excited to be here today. Thank you so much for sharing, Barb. Well, let's get into some of these really amazing questions that these panelists are going to answer for you. Now, the first one, I want to bring it back to Sarah and Jen on this. What are two tips you can give to help a busy mom or busy working human find the time Time to build their network marketing business with Facebook groups. Sarah, you okay, can go. <laughs> Great question because for me, really, it always has been and still is so much about not only just finding the time to do the thing, to grow my business, but forcing myself to use that time well. So one of my best tips to grow, and I really have grown our business a lot with groups. They're just absolutely phenomenal. But one of my best tips is my timer. I use my phone. You don't have to use a phone timer. You can use an egg timer. <laughs> Just set the timer. And what I do is I'll go into the group and I'll do the steps that I need to do, right? So maybe it is tagging more people on a curiosity post and like red carpet treatment for my guests in the group. I set the timer, five, 10, 15 minutes, and I put the blinders on and I make it a non-negotiable that I have no distractions. So that's my tip number two. So tip number one is use a timer. Tip number two is do not fall prey to weapons of mass destruction. What is that? Everything other than what you said you would do. Everything. Often it's the news feed if you're working on your phone, but it might be the dog barking to go out. It might be a kid coming in your room. And so not only do I set a timer, but I also train myself to do nothing but the one task at hand for that time that the timer is going off. If I mess up, I actually start the timer again so that I can build that focus muscle. So those truly, that's my two top tips. I love that. That's so incredible. And I love that you shared about the timer thing because I do the same thing and it's so helpful. And it does. It's like building that muscle. Like you have to keep practicing and doing it over and over again. Jen, same yes. question. Yeah. So I, I agree with what Sarah said. I mean, like the second the timer goes on, you're like, dude, I'm in the zone. Right. Like, so I would just say two tips I have. I mean, what Sarah said, I do the same is I would just like look for broadly and say, when am I really going to work my business and put it down and time block it. If you can get a hold of your schedule, you can get a hold of your life. Okay. And tip number two, really quick, especially if you're new is get family buy-in say like every night from seven to 7.45, I'm gonna work my business and then we can watch a movie, we can go for a walk, we can do whatever. So I think that those two, they're not really group specific, but I think they're really important in building your business specific. I love that and I love the buy-in piece, you know, like, hey, it's not just like, I have to work right now. You're like, we're still gonna spend time together, but you're being so intentional with everything you're doing. You're being intentional with when you're gonna work your business and you're being intentional with when you're gonna spend family time. Another thing I like to do 
and I don't know if everybody's phone has this. I know the iPhone has it, but do not disturb is like my jam when I'm working through all this stuff because I'm like, if my phone rings, I'm going to answer it. And if it doesn't, it's going to be on do not disturb. So then I don't have to answer anybody. I could just focus on what I'm doing in that time. I love it. Thank you ladies for sharing that. I find all of that extremely helpful. Next, this one is for Dana and Mimi. Do you have down days while building your business and does anxiety or depression come to you? If so, how do you get around it? We can start off with Mimi on this one. That's a great question. And I think in this business specifically, you are definitely going to have down days. I mean, the ladder to success is never from down to up. It's valleys and peaks. And so knowing that you can plan for down days is helpful. Knowing that you're going to have down days is really helpful because you can expect it then. And it doesn't rock your boat very much. I think there are a couple of things I, I typically try to do to get out of that low energy, bad feeling when I'm having a down day. First of all, is realize that it is part of the process and think about instead of looking at where you are or the no's you got during that day or the bad news when someone canceled, whatever it is that's causing you to have a bad day, look at it as part of the process and think about what you're building, right? Because you're layering your successes on top of each other and you're layering your failures on top of each other. So you are building something and it takes bricks and bricks and bricks and it's going to take time. So realizing it's part of the process and thinking instead of where you are right now, looking ahead to what you're building and thinking about that success is one. And then there are two other things I really try and do. I try and move my body, whether that's to music or taking a walk or doing something physical to get that energy out of my body and then get back to work. You know, when you have bad news or you have a bad moment, then turn that into activity because activity is the cure for pretty much anything that ails you in this business. It's just reaching more people. And there are so many people on the planet who need what we have, it's reaching them. And so getting back to work is really helpful in that sense. Wow, thank you so much for sharing that. I love the part about movement. And I often find myself doing the same thing without even thinking about it. But I go like outside because I'm so used to working inside. I'm like, I just need some fresh air. Let me just go walk around and move around. Even before we came on, I was like, let me throw some music on just to get my energy back up. I think I find like, just recognizing your emotions and like where you're feeling super important, especially while you're working your business. Thank you for sharing, Mimi. Dana, same question goes for you. Love it. And it's definitely something that I experience quite often. One, because I don't suffer from depression, but I suffer from anxiety. And a couple things that on my down days I've noticed is knowing that there's always a tomorrow. So today may seem bad, but guess what? tomorrow morning starts and it's a fresh new day. You just let everything that happened today that just isn't going your way. And before you go to bed, I always tell myself tomorrow's a great day. And I say it to myself and I say it to myself. And also another thing that I do to make sure that the next day is going to be even better is I do a sleep meditation that really just helps me calm my nerves that have escalated through out the day so that way I know when I wake up in the morning I really am feeling energized for whatever I am trying to tackle because I want that fresh start to really really be impactful and 
you know, take hold of it. The next thing that I really think is super impactful is when you are having down days and especially like suffers from mental health, knowing that if you have large activities, it doesn't matter if it's a family event or a promotion, because for me, the overwhelmingness of all the stimulus of like even having a promotion and you're working, you're working, you're working, you've got four or five days. And then all of a sudden it feels like you just crashed on your kitchen floor and you can't lift your arms and legs and allowing yourself after that to have a recovery time because it's really, really important to reset your mind. So that way you're minimizing the amount of down days that are going to happen in the future. So I really think that refresh yourself for the next morning if you're having a down day and if you're having a couple down days reset your mind with a little recovery time so those are my two tips thank you dana those are extremely incredible and i was just staring at each and every one of you as creepy as that sounded i'm like wow like another thing that i usually love doing is just leaning on like my community like my people or like those two people like go to those people hey listen i'm feeling this type of way right now and it's not a bad thing to share and having somebody there for you like how I feel about each and every single one of you that are on with me right now is incredible because they can help guide you to like, okay, cool, take a minute, breathe, come back to it later and just regroup your mind and help guide you maybe to the next step that you don't know where to go. Thank you ladies so much for sharing that. The next thing I want to talk about, and this is for Mel and Barb, when it comes to prospecting other people inside Facebook groups, what are some of your go-to scripts? Well, that's an interesting question, isn't it? Because I personally feel that when you're going into speaking to someone in regards to prospecting about your product or about the business, you kind of have to first build a little bit of a relationship with them. We don't want to kind of go, oh, I've seen this person in a Facebook group. I'm just going to jump over here and I'm just going to send a spammy message because that will really turn somebody off. So I found this question, like, it's going to be like a bit of a twofold answer. So <laughs> well, I actually would do like three things before I got to actually ripping off the bandaid, if we want to say it that way. First of all, I would definitely be commenting on whatever it is that they've posted inside my Facebook group, like get in there, comment, you know, share some value back, let them know that I saw their post, how valuable it was. Then I would definitely jump into their inbox. And I would just say, hey, Marissa, oh my gosh, I loved your post that you shared inside the Mums and Heels Slay community. And you know what? I really just wanted to touch base and say what you posted really resonated with me. And I really appreciate you taking time with that. And then I would end with asking another question about whatever it was they posted. So that is my first initial way I would contact somebody in regards to a Facebook group. Then after I've had a little bit of a chat, I would definitely be just like jumping in there and just saying, hey Marissa oh my gosh we've got to know each other I would totally kick myself if I didn't ask you this but have you ever thought about a way that you could if we're going down the business could make some additional income alongside what you do with your amazing job helping being an assistant if not look no worries just wanted to ask you so they're kind of the types of questions that I would jump into DMs with I love that do you still send like voice messages to people when you're doing this <laughs> yes absolutely I mix it up a little bit the other thing I would definitely do is, is I try and mimic back 
their conversation. So if you respond to me with like a one sentence, I'm going to respond back to you with a one sentence, but it will also always end with another question because mm. I want to keep that conversation going. Ooh, that's something really amazing to remember. Ending with a question because it's going to make them want to answer it. And you're like, okay, wow, they really want to get to know me. Cool. They're just not like, all right, buy this, bye. Like that spamminess that we don't like. Thank you so much, Mel. Barb, what about you? I love this one and Mel and I are very similar in what we're about to say. So you're going to see in your groups, hobby groups, mom groups, people always asking for how do I make more money online and stuff like that. Okay, number one, do not drop your link in that comment. Don't do it. This is exactly what I do. So go to their page, comment on some of their stuff, get to know them a little bit, send them a message just asking about the post they did. Go back to that comment in that group and say, hey, I just DM'd you. Promise it's not a sales pitch. Go check it out. And then keep doing this for a couple of days and be a friend first. Always be a friend first. And then ask them after a couple of days. Hey, name, you mentioned in the group we met in that you were looking to make a little bit of extra money. I help moms do this. Are you interested in learning a little bit more? If not, no worries. And then that is it. So be a friend first. Don't drop your link. And that's it. That's my tip for prospecting in Facebook groups. Thank you, ladies. You know, it comes back to you. I always think about this and I always talk about this. If you're in a grocery store and you came across like a random person that was just like, oh, wow, I really need to make some money. Would you be like, hey, yeah, here you go. You're going to buy this. Here's my link. Buy my link. Here you go. Buy my products. Buy my hair clip. It's definitely for you. Like, you're going to feel a certain type of way if you come off like that or if somebody comes up to you in that type of way in person. So just think of it as the same way. Like you're having a conversation, like this is somebody brand new, like Mel and Barb said, like you're building a relationship as well. But you don't want to just take it all the way to the friend zone and then they end up joining somebody else. You know, you want to at a certain point in time decide, okay, it's time to rip off the bandaid. Let me do it. And without the fear of they're going to say no or without second guessing yourself and just doing it and taking action. So thank you ladies so much for sharing that. Another thing too, and I don't know if you guys agree with me or not, but just double checking the rules inside the Facebook group too, because a lot of admins, especially in your like specific niche Facebook groups, like dog mom groups, Harry Potter groups, Groups. You know, I had to say that. You just want to make sure that they don't have rules that say you can't message people outside of here. You know, please don't do this. So double check the rules, respect them. And if it says that, or if you feel like, okay, I'm crossing boundaries, and there's so many other groups that you can go to, find another group, create that relationship in that group. Love that. Thank you, ladies, for sharing. All right, next, I'm going to circle back around. This is for Dana and Mel. I know you just talked, but this one's for you too. How do you deal with judgment from others inside? of a Facebook group, meaning like the haters. How do you deal with that? All right, well, I'll jump in. <laughs> Too easy. Yeah, this is a really good one. And for me personally, this is something that I've had to work extremely hard on. And I'm sure there's many of you out there that take every comment to heart. Like I have just got a big heart that I don't even know how to word, but I used to kind of like, well, I'm not going to say that because I might get all of these negative comments and that brings me down. So I've had to work extremely, extremely hard on working out how to deal with judgment of other people and I always say to myself now what other people think of me or my comments is none of my business literally that's one of the things I had to say to myself that's a reflection of them that's not a reflection of who I am and that's okay so I've had to work really hard and I know many women out there men out there we are the same we just need to go you know what it doesn't matter what other people think of me I'm doing what feels right for me and that's all that really matters and as long as you're being 
authentic to yourself, then that's all we can ask. But really, one of the ways that we get a little bit of what we call negative, but sometimes it could be just a little bit of criticism or they could be just trying to help you. But people don't always have great people skills. So I just try and keep really professional, particularly if somebody has said something that seemed like they're critiquing your personality or your post, is just to always respond really positive to it. Thank them for their feedback. And look, I appreciate you sharing your feedback and just leave it at that. Don't get into any form of arguments with them. Don't argue on Facebook groups because it just makes you look like the fool. But that's kind of how I deal with it. And if it gets really bad, because I've actually had people in my inbox from Facebook groups, I just block and ignore them. Like literally, I push the block button and move away. You know, my saying is bye Felicia. See you later. I don't have time to deal with you. So that's kind of how I deal with judgment and haters inside groups just in Facebook in general. Yeah, yeah, for sure about the block party. Like there's no such thing. Now I don't, like you said, I don't go instantly to a block party because you know, that person could just be having like a really bad day and they just decided to take it out on you. But if they come in and almost like start bullying you in the Facebook group over and over again and whatnot, like feel free to block them. They won't see your stuff. Great tips, Mel. Dana, how about you? Oh, I feel like this one comes to me sometimes like a baseball hitting me in the face because I I don't get a lot of criticism. I think just because I'm a very empathetic person. So I'm not really good at debating. And so I don't bring around a lot of that. But when I do have a strong feeling and I am just expressing my opinion in a Facebook group, I kind of just do this technique that I learned in flight attendant training and reminding myself, listen, you never know what is going on in that person's head and what is causing them to react that way. So until you know their story, you can't really get upset over it. But just like Mel, it took me a lot of time (laughs) to be able to be okay with that. Cause I feel like actually it's not even just Facebook groups. I feel like it happens in messenger. It happens in real life, right? Like this is a common issue. And I get it more in the messenger rather than anything else when I'm just presenting someone with like a solution to a problem. It's kind of like, well, who are you? And I just become very empathetic to their needs. And I'm like, okay, all I'm doing is being kind and offering you what I have. But coming to the point to where you feel comfortable doing that takes a lot of work. And one thing that I learned is stop handing the people that don't appreciate what you have to offer the keys to your business. Don't let them drive the car because at the end of the day, it's your business and not theirs. Boom, I felt like that needed like a boom moment. And I wanted to bring up another question and just open it up to anybody that's on the panel here. Like, how do you know, like what boundaries to give yourself to this person? Like, how do you know how long to like exert this energy or like what feeling do you get when you know, like what's that feeling? Cause often people are like people pleasers, right? They're like, oh no, it's just, you know, maybe just not right now. And then they keep harassing them or they feel a certain type of way. Like at what point can you recognize it's time to move forward? Or do you give yourself that boundary to avoid this type of person. I'll just open it up to anybody. So feel free to unmute. Everybody's like, eh. I'll go. Okay. <laughs> For me, 
Honestly, if it becomes that I feel like someone is wasting my time, for me, it's more about energy. Like, how is the conversation making me feel? And if I start to just get like very kind of like agitated with the conversation, it makes me reflect and be like, is this even a person I want to work with if I'm feeling agitated, even presenting information? How are they going to act when I'm just trying to help them and I'm giving them the tools? Are they even going to utilize? the tools and really assess like how much time are you going to invest because our time is precious and then when it comes to speaking to someone and they're being a certain way maybe not just nasty or wasting your time but if I just get like a gut feeling then that's also when I know it's time to walk away. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. And like building that confidence over time, it's going to get a little bit better for yourself to know like, okay, it's time to walk away. You know, it's your business. So like Dana said, you get to decide who you want to work with. Like, are you just going to work with anybody? Or do you want to work with somebody who's always going to be negative? Or are you going to work with somebody who's like you or like Dana that can look on the bright side of things and know like, okay, cool, let me just pivot and focus on this and grab the tools and actually use them. So thank you for expanding on that. I have another question. So many questions for you guys today. I'm like, tell me all the things. So this one's for Barb and Jen. If your team Facebook group goes quiet, what are three ways, you know, one to three ways, if you want to just expand on one, they can get attention, engagement, and excitement going back inside of the Facebook group. Okay, I'll go first for this one. My favorite thing to do is shout outs for everything, not just high achievers, not just people hitting rank. Someone did a post today that was too scared to post. Celebrate that. Someone sent their first message celebrate that celebrate the little things and the big things and make a big deal because your team like they're people too they're not just like a team like you want them to be family so that number one fun challenges um it's been a task like go post a silly selfie it doesn't even have to be business related and then if you can do it weekly zoom meetup again just to connect with your team see how they're doing and stuff like that so that is my three tips for a team group. I love that. And I love just the challenge of not like, oh, we're going to do seven days of prospecting. Like, no, let's just feel good today. Like take a selfie and tell me one positive thing about yourself today. It just helps re-engage the group and get everybody's energy back up when it's lacking. Now, Jen, same question for you. Oh, I love that, Barb. So I'll talk about then like a product type of then as far as really for that. So our group, we have a lot of energy in our product group. So we do challenges in there every month. We actually have one going on this week. It's like a jam. It's amazing. We do events in there every month. We'll do polls. We'll do giveaways. We'll do all kinds of things. But here's the piece that you may not be doing. That is the freaking money. Okay. We connect on the back end with all the people in the group. That's the special sauce. It's the connecting and messenger because some people are just voice heuristic, right? They're on Facebook just to watch, but they're still on there. So getting them in Messenger is the key. So what we'll do, we have a whole system where we'll just welcome people into the group and we know what conversations we're having with them on the back end as well. So I think that that's an important piece. If you're not doing it in your group, that is really fire. I love Builds that. Builds the rapport with your yeah, members. Yeah, absolutely. And even the same thing for your product group or your ATM group, like the recognition back to Barb's as well. And I would open this up to anybody, like what type of back and conversations are you having? Is it like, hey, how's your family doing? Or like, hey, how's the product? Like, What conversations are those that you are having? I can give you an example of that. This is so great. And we do that all the time as well. So I'll just give you a little example and then you can like expand on that. If I've added someone to my ATM group, we do a happy birthday giveaway. 
So it's a great way to get new people into the group, no strings attached, no purchase necessary. Come on in and comment in this birthday giveaway. And once a month we do a draw and they win a product. But like Jen said, the magic sauce is in the conversation. So we don't just add them to that giveaway and then leave them there. Within four or five days, I'll reach out to that person and I'll say, hey, Jen, I just wanted to touch base. I added you to the birthday giveaway a few days ago. I hope you win. Just curious, do you have any health goals around your birthday? That's just one example. So I start to learn about my new prospect by asking what their goals are, asking good questions questions. So important that we ask, we ask good questions. And I think it's been said here a couple times today, or I might say, have you had a chance to snoop around the group? What are your health goals? And Jen's going to tell me what her health goals are, if it rolls out perfectly. And when she tells me, then I ask her permission to tag her in something else. And so now I'm leading her organically, naturally through the art of conversation and question asking to something that will solve a potential problem that she has and create a sale. So do that all the time. Love that. I hope you guys wrote that down because that is like birthday post, the back end stuff going on. And I think a lot of people struggle with the back end, like talking and conversations. So those are really great examples, each and every one of you for sharing. So thank you so much. Now this last question, and this question, I wanted to give back to Marina for just letting us all have this opportunity to chat today and for us to just be like super grateful to be on this panel together and inside this Grow Your Group Summit, sharing our hearts, sharing, you know, our knowledge. I'd like to start off with Mimi and Sarah. How has working with Marina helped you with your posture and confidence while building your network marketing business or building like your Facebook group? I'd love to answer that. That's a great question. It has given me posture panties for lack of a better term, right? Pull your posture panties on and get to work. There is a sense out in the marketplace in some people's minds that this is not a legitimate business and it absolutely is. And so now I have a much more professional persona and feeling about what I do because I'm able to provide for my family and work around my schedule, which are the reasons why I joined, right? I wanted to contribute to my family financial household and I wanted to be available for my children and not miss those firsts and those important moments in their lives. And so when you can do that, when you can feel professional and present professionally, it changes the dynamic. It changes the conversation because you have your own standards. And when you feel good, people respond to that energy. It's all about that energy. And so Marina has given me that posture and I'm very, very grateful because it was definitely something I learned from her. Thank you. Posture and energy is definitely contagious and it's been a trend throughout this whole panel and conversation together. Sarah, how about you? Well, I'm a raving fan. When I first met Marina, I was struggling with my recruiting and a large part of that was posture for sure. I didn't think it was. I didn't think I had a problem with that, but I found out that I did. And because she poured into me and I saw that level of posture rise up, but also the incredible tools that I learned. So I went from really struggling with recruiting into my team to exploding that skill and really rocketing to the top of the leaderboard multiple months in a row. And a huge part of that was skills that I learned from some of the women here, <laughs> right? For sure. And then also Marina has that ability to not in an obvious, obvious way, but in a nurturing, slow and steady drip way to raise confidence, right? Even just sitting right here, right now. 
she has the ability to make sure everybody is seen and she's got this intuitive magical way to see the truth and pull that out differently so it's not just words being spewed out to everybody it's individual and i think that when you feel seen and you combine that with skills and action and really feeling seen for something special then you're just on fire. And that is just such a gift. It's been a big gift to me. Oh, Sarah, that's so sweet. And being seen, I can feel like exactly how you felt. I mean, what you shared, I felt that same way. And she brought that out for me myself. And I just want to say every single lady that's on here, not only, you know, got trained and took courses by Marina, but they're all coaches now inside of our network marketing on demand program. And it's a community, which I love so much. And I just open it up for anybody here. Like what's one thing you love about network marketing on demand and how you've seen our students. And even if you were a student once flourish from Marina and learning all about Facebook groups, what not to say conversations. I just would love to open it up to anybody who'd like to answer that. I'd love to answer. I've known Marina for a few years and when I just had a really life-changing, you know, things happening in my life and I wanted to continue my business, I was scared. And one thing that Marina does is help you find your voice. That is for sure because she has an amazing way, like Sarah said, of drawing things out of you and not only finding your voice, but letting go of fear and really just like punching it in the face and saying, get out of my way, right? Because she is the first one to tell you that everything you fear, everything you're feeling, she has experienced it also. So she doesn't hide behind any sort of candy coating. So being in network marketing on demand as a student, you really just feel like Sarah said, not only are you being nurtured, but you have an equal. And so you don't feel intimidated to show up. And it actually makes you want to show up even more. I mean, we literally have people that are told to stop showing up so much and do certain things. And it's not even just Marina. It's everyone that Marina has embraced, not only as students, but as coaches, because she sees all of our potential and how we can take it to the next level. And if you don't have the confidence yet, she kind of kicks you in the butt because she's got it for you and she just will keep hammering it down until you find it and as a coach i have to say that what i love about being on that end is even just like being a student she still allows us to have our voice, you know, and be one, but be an individual. And none of us in our voice are ever muted. And that is just really impeccable because a lot of people in network marketing, in different companies, different leaders, or just people that, you know, have programs, it's just kind of a lesson, a lesson, a lesson, and it becomes very mundane and exhausting. And that is one thing you'll never be is exhausted. You're always going to be excited. Oh, wow, Dana, that was incredible. Everything you said, I felt the same way. I'm like, yep, that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. And just being able to work with you guys. And then I know there's plenty of other coaches that just aren't on with us today. We've built this, we call it network marketing on demand fam, not just the coaches, but our actual students and our graduates. Like we have this community feel of like, we just know we're family. Like we're in this together. We're going to learn, grow and flourish together. I love that. Oh, this has been absolutely incredible and so much fun. I wish we could stay on here for like three hours, but Marina would probably kill me. <laughs> 
I just want to say thank you all so much. And thank you, everybody that is watching. I hope you found so much value in this. I know I, just sitting here, found incredible value as well. And just, it's really nice to hear all the refreshing things and ideas that you ladies have brought to us today. So I thank you all. And we thank you for your time. And enjoy the rest of the summit. We'll see you guys later. Bye.